All right, this is part two in a two-part series all about the Maldives honeymoon strategies. I'm also gonna be giving you guys updates on Project X and Project 5K, and I'm gonna give you my latest brand new launch strategies where I was able to get to page one, position one on keywords that I didn't even do one search find buy for. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show. That's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level, the Amazon or Walmart world. This is part two in a two-part series, uh, episode 300 and 301, where we're talking about the Maldives honeymoon strategies. All right. Now you notice now I'm in front of a green screen. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm not filming this live in the Maldives like I did with the part one a few weeks ago. Um, this is brand new information, guys. Um, it is the 21st of November when I'm recording this and you're probably hearing this just two days uh, later. So that's why I've got this green screen behind me trying to make me remember uh, my times there in the Maldives. But anyways, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. And the very first thing, which is the elefante, the elephant in the room, um, is what just dropped last week on the terms of service. All right. It's been long rumored to, to happen and, and you know, there, there's moderator post here and there, uh, and different, you know, speculation on what's going on. I've, I've held back on, um, on like, you know, having some kind of like, you know, big podcast episode about it because I wanted to wait until the terms of service actually change. You know, I didn't want to base it on seller central's, um, you know, comments. I didn't want to base it on a moderator forms comments. You know, if there is something going to change on the terms of service, it would it would have, I figured, and sure enough, it did. All right, so let's go over this now. And this is still developing. I mean, this literally just dropped uh, two days ago, um, and so you know, who knows? Uh, by the time you're listening to this, if it's a week later or a month later, who knows? Maybe there's new information. But I wanted to give you the information I had. All right, so the very first indication of, of this terms of service change was on November nineteenth. In, if you look at the other news section in your Seller Central account, it said updates to seller policies or selling policies in seller code of conduct. So a lot of people were like, uh-oh, before I even click on this, I know what this might be about. Sure enough, it is, all right? So it said, and this is the first part that's confusing because it said effective November 26th, which as of right now is still in the future, you're probably listening to this, still probably not even September, uh, November 26th, uh, the seller selling policies and seller code of conduct will be updated. Now that's the first part that was confusing because you actually click on the uh, seller code of conduct, it's already updated. So I'm not sure what the date 26th, is it gonna change again? Or maybe it means that these are not gonna be effective until November 26th. You know, it's not going to be enforced or something like that. I, I'm not sure. So that was the first part that was confusing. But regardless, it's in the terms of service now. Um, but it might, you know, you might want to go back on the 26th just to make sure they don't they don't update it again. Now, it, it says, hey, we are adding uh, prohibitions for price fixing and search, search rank manipulation. Very first time that this has uh, come up, search rank manipulation as far as verbiage in terms of service. Uh, price fixing, I swear, was in there before, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe it wasn't in there. Everybody else is saying it wasn't in there before. Now, this by itself is interesting to me. Why? In the past, 
for somewhat big changes to terms of service. Um, it's mostly been about reviews or 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 um, brushing, you know, the fake orders that people were, were doing and and things like that that resu- uh, that were from kind of like exposés, you know, like exposés in the news or something like, hey, a news article came out and said how many fake reviews there are on Amazon or, uh, you know, uh, BuzzFeed broke a story. I'm not sure if it was BuzzFeed, but, you know, one of these news outlets broke a story about what brushing is uh, and things like that. And brushing is a, a black hat tactic that, that sellers were using to get fake reviews and and incentivize reviews and, and you know, how there was insert cards that telling people to, to, to get um, – you know, to, to you're going to get a gift card if you give reviews, and all of a sudden, what happened? Well, you would see that come out in the terms of service. Now, for me, for a big change like this, this is one of the first times I've noticed something where it it wasn't a result of of bad publicity. Like I, I don't remember. I mean, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember any big articles about price fixing. You know, there was price gouging that was happening during the pandemic, but price fixing, if, if, you know, we're going by what, you know, the, the general definition is, which is, you know, a bunch of competitors get together and they say, Hey, let's fix the prices, you know, high or low or whatever. Right. I mean, you guys send me some articles, you know, hit me up on my Instagram, H10 Bradley. Let me know. Is, is there some articles maybe I missed where this is kind of big news. Uh, the one that I know is not in the news is, is the search, uh, search rank, you know, like people talk about, um, you know, the, the, the fake reviews and things, but I haven't seen big expose articles about, about search rank manipulation. Um, so this is interesting, you know, uh, a little bit of a pivot, you know, what prompted this, you know, are there some FTC issues happening in the, in the back end? Maybe are, are there lawsuits or something that we don't know about in the public? Doesn't matter what the reason is. Uh, the fact is that this is now the new normal. This is now part of the seller code of conduct or terms of service. All right. So, um, what is, what is the new verbiage? All right. So if you actually click through, uh, to the new terms of service or the new seller code of conduct right there, you're going to see, Hey, not engage in conduct that violates price fixing. All right. So, uh, that's new. There's a bunch of stuff that that, that still is the same here, you know, um, manipulating sales rank, you know, that's been in there for years. Um, you know, some people thought that that meant search rank, but again, no, this didn't mean search rank. It meant what it says, sales rank. All right. And if you didn't know what it meant, it says it has, it's always had it in parentheses. Like, um, it says, Hey, making claims about sales rank in product titles or descriptions. Um, you know, nobody's talking about search rank in their product title or descriptions. Hey, I am page one, position one. A coffin shelf in their title. No, but but you know what people were doing in their description or, or titles is like, hey, you know, um, you know, bestseller, health and household bestseller, or number one bestseller, or top one hundred on Amazon, things like that, right? Um, now, what is the new thing that talks about search rank? Like I said, that's never been in the terms of service before, and now as of the the twentieth or nineteenth, when this when this you know uh, got added, it is now there. So. Um, let me see what the actual verbiage is here. It says attempting to influence search results by inflating search ranking through keyword manipulation. Now, v- right off the bat, this is what makes a lot of people frustrated out there is this is very broad. All right. And it's not exactly something that you can go somewhere else in the, the verbiage to kind of figure out what Amazon means. For example, here is where you can do it. The second part of this is 
incentivizing customer searches to appear as organic behavior. So incentivizing customer searches, that might seem like a pretty broad thing, but you can correlate this with other existing language that Amazon has had for a while. For example, incentivizing, what does Amazon consider that? Well, for a while, as you guys know, and it's right here in the seller code of conduct on the same page, under ratings, feedback, and reviews, it says you may not to, uh, you may not attempt to influence or inflate customers' rating, feedback, or reviews. Uh, you may not pay for or offer an, an incentive, and then in parentheses, it defines it such as coupons or free products in exchange for providing or removing feedback or reviews. So we take that definition of, remember, it doesn't matter what we think a word means. It matters what Amazon thinks. You know, that's why so many people are trying to say, oh no, sales rank, you know, rank means keyword rank. That, that's an Amazon seller terminology. It doesn't matter what we think rank means. It matters what Amazon thinks. And, and when Amazon says sales rank, it means bestsellers rank, best uh, BSR, right? Same thing here. What we think is incentive doesn't matter. It matters what Amazon thinks. So th they define what they consider incentives, offering coupons, discounts, free products in exchange for review. So if we if we take that to this other, this new language of incentivizing customer searches to appear as organic behavior, I mean, I guess it's still kind of open to some interpretation. But to me, you know, my strong opinion is, is, hey, you're offering a discount, you're offering a free product, just, just like it says in reviews, uh, for somebody to go do some kind of search that appears as organic. Now, to me, what am I taking from this? That is what we have always done in the past is uh, doing, um, having people do search, find, and buy. Now, again, this is, this is search, find, buy is naturally what people do to find products on Amazon. So we're not talking about that. Obviously, Amazon's not talking about that. Otherwise, 50, more than 50% of their sales will go zero. Like, no, no, we don't want anybody searching and finding and buying a product on Amazon. Obviously, they're not saying that, but the key here is, you know, trying to have searches appear as organic behavior. So in my opinion, my personal opinion, again, <laughs> I'm speaking here as Bradley, you know, not I'm wearing my Helium 10 hat and everything, but, you know, um, I have, I don't think we're coming out with any press releases that say, hey, what's Helium 10's official position? This is Bradley Sutton's uh, uh, position is that that is probably referring to, to using services that, that have uh, people organically search, find, and buy, but you're telling them what to do because you are trying to uh, make this seem like an organic search. So that could be two-step URLs, in my opinion. You know, trying to get it to look like an organic search, or uh, you know, paying a service uh, to do search, find, buy, um, and then incentivizing part is another thing. Like incentivizing is um, you know offering them a rebate giving them a discount, 20% discount, 50% discount, if you search this way, all right? Now, this wasn't against terms of service uh, before. Now, now it is. Now, here is the thing. Incentivizing customer searches to appear as organic behavior. This, to me, kind of opens it up still. And, and you know, I'm hoping that they, they kind of clarify this because, you know, what if I do use a two-step URL, right? If I use a two-step URL with no discount, no rebate, no nothing. I'm trying to help the, you know, Amazon algorithm, I guess, to, to, to know, you know, to, to increase my ranking. Of course, that's why we use two-step URLs. Now, that's not incentivizing, but is Amazon saying that this is only bad if you're incentivizing it? You know, like, for example, you cannot, again, going back to Amazon's, you know, verbiage here, you cannot pay for or offer an incentive in exchange for providing or removing feedback or, reviews, right? 
So what? But you, what you can do is ask them to uh, to um, you know to provide a review, right? You know, just naturally without offering an incentive. What about this other thing? What about you know this customer searches to appear as organic behavior? Is it the incentive part that makes it wrong, or um, is it just hey no all two step URLs uh, are bad? You know. Um, it's hard. And then that's why this keyword manipulation thing, I go, that was the first thing I mentioned. Like, that's why I really don't understand what exactly this is going to, or what Amazon is actually referring to right here in this, uh, in this part. So, because, you know, if you think about it, um, any activity in PPC on a certain search term, you know, that kind of changes your organic search, you know, so, you know, that can't be uh, against terms of service. So you know, I opened up a case with Seller Central. Now, again, guys, I know that, um, you know, the Seller Central uh, employees, it's not exactly, you know, gospel. Like, it's not exactly they are they are the high executives of Amazon, but the entire Amazon, you know, customer service staff, they're given scripts when people ask things, all right? And, and there's company memos that are given out like, hey, if somebody asks this, this is the the thing that you say. They're not just coming up with some of this stuff at the top of our head. So I was just curious, what is the current policy for asking what this means? You know, what what is the current script? Now, I'm sure it's going to be updated, but right after this came out, I, I said, hey, um, Seller Central Support, you know, this new terms of service, what does keyword manipulation refer to it? So what they replied to me was, hey, we, we understand that you want to know about keyword manipulation. And then basically they gave me the script uh, of what was in the terms of service before about using brand names and ASIN in your backend search terms because they say, quote, hey, these practices are unfair towards buyers and manipulate search results because it makes it harder for them to find the item they're looking for. So as of now, you know, the Amazon customer service employees still haven't been updated with any new scripts in order to reply to something like this. They're giving like the, you know, the, the, the reply that's been, you know, in there since 2018 um, at the latest, where it talks about putting in irrelevant things into your back end search term. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. You know, I'll, I'll keep trying to see if, if they're gonna have a, a new script, but as, as of this as of this time, I am not sure, you know, I, I can make a guess. We all can make guesses, but it's not very clear what they're gonna consider keyword manipulation. All right. But in my opinion, my personal opinion, um, if I'm trying to rank for certain keywords, I really don't want to do rebates anymore because that can be considered incentivizing something to look like an organic search. Um, I, I'm not going to give you know coupons, which I haven't really done in, in a while other than test and even two step URLs. I, I might I might slow my roll. And I'm going to talk a little bit later how I would use two step URLs. But anyways, that is what is uh, is going on in the um in these new terms of service, like I said, they also talk about price fixing. Um, they added some language about manipulating sales rank, which is weird to me because I'm like, I don't even understand. Like people have not used, tried to manipulate sales rank in a long time. Like why is this even still here? You know, they, they took away some of the the search term language from here, you know, about putting ASINs in the back end. Like that used to be here in the the code of conduct. It's not anymore. It's, it's somewhere else now because I'm assuming because hardly anybody does that anymore. Like who puts ASINs in the back end of their search terms, honestly. Um, but nobody manipulates sales rank anymore, like like they did in the old days. Um, but but anyways, they added some terminology here that says, hey, don't you you can't do it when you refund externally or discount 
externally. So that was some new verbiage as well. But anyways, that is the latest on what is going on in terms of service. And I got some messages, people saying, hey, is the Maldives, are you going to release, are you going to take away Maldives episodes and, and, and tell people not to use this strategy? I'm like, no. I mean, like, if you're talking about two-step URLs and search find buy, that's a very small part of the Maldives honeymoon strategy. I mean, the Maldives honeymoon strategy is about so much more things that uh, beyond search find buy or two-step URLs that if anything, the Maldives strategies are even exponentially, in my opinion, more important now. Like it's easy to get to page one using search find buy, two-step URLs and things like that. But if you're not gonna use that anymore, it makes the rest of the Maldives honeymoon strategy that much more important about you know the title and the title density and about when you start your listing and about your canonical URL and things like that. So I'm gonna get into guys, you know, make sure to stay to the end of this episode. Um, somewhere in here, I'm going to give you guys my new strategy that can replace where I would have done search find buy on things. Is it is it harder to do than search find buy and using AZ rank? Absolutely. By the way, that's a question too. Like, what's gonna happen to Easy rank and, and rank bell and these companies that I've used. I'm not sure, you know, but I, I'm positive. I know them intimately, the both of those companies and the people behind it. And I know that they're gonna be fine. Like they're, they're gonna be able to pivot and and make sure their their businesses are are compliant. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things that that they can do um out there that, that's not just about rebates and, and search find buy. Uh, I mean, if I if I had one of those companies, I, I might try and maybe change the business model or something um, to to maybe make it more about almost like like Helianton audience or PickFu, where they use their vast audience to to go you know order you know products and then give feedback uh, on the actual product itself uh, to the the manufacturer or to the seller. Right, you know, not you know, not not to leave reviews on the actual product pages. But anyways, that's a complete other subject. But I'm sure AZ Rank, Rank Bell, the other companies, they're going to be uh, just fine. Now, anyways, let's get back to more Maldives strategy updates and my Project 5K and Project X um, updates here. All right, so we left off when I was recording in the Maldives, you know, about that coffin egg tray that we had launched. Now, something very interesting that I kind of mentioned was. I was not getting impressions in PPC in the first few days, all right? And let me go a little bit more in depth in there because I'm sure you guys have experienced this as well. And this is going to be a situation where I personally might use a two-step URL. Um, by the way, guys, probably two-step URLs, you, you probably won't see the, the ones that have to do with search ranking in Helium 10 anymore. Um, but you, I'll, I'll show you how you guys can make your own you know, two-step URLs. But anyways, um, the coffin egg tray uh, from the very first of October, October one to three, that was when this listing first got started. Usually new listings, you get tons and tons of, of PPC impressions. You know, that's part of the Maldives honeymoon or just the honeymoon at all, right? Um, but remember the coffin egg tray was a, a non-existent product. This was a brand new thing. There's no coffin egg trays that were ever made before on Amazon so that Amazon could relate it. So. It was struggling for PPC impressions. I I had one, two, three, four, five. I had five PPC campaigns running. You know, a, a manual, a broad campaign, an auto campaign, um, a product targeting campaign, sponsor display campaign. And in the first three days uh, of October, I only got two thousand one hundred impressions and only twenty nine clicks. All right. So I was like, man, this is, I am not using my budget at all. $10 spend in three days. And my daily budget was like 
$50 total. And, and I spent 10 overall out of all these campaigns. So what I figured was, I was like, man, it's just Amazon is just not relating me. Like, like it's not relating me to these products or to these keywords. So I have to like send Amazon some signals. Now this, in my opinion, I'm still going to do this, you know, like, cause I'm not trying to, uh, in this case, I did, I wasn't trying to inflate search results or anything like that. I wasn't incentivizing it to encourage a search result. I was just trying to fix Amazon's algorithm. It was broken because it didn't know what my product was. So I actually just did some two-step URLs and just got a couple of purchases. And this is something that I used AZ Rank for. Um, again, this is just my personal decision. You know, maybe you guys don't feel comfortable doing this, but in my opinion, um, I didn't even know that this the terms of service were changing. But if I had to do this over again, now that I do know, I still would have done it. All right, because in my personal opinion, this isn't violating terms of service because I'm not trying to 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 increase my page ranking. I just wanted to show Amazon that hey. This, this product is relevant for this keyword, right? Because it's Amazon didn't have the data. Now, from the 4th to the 6th, all right, of October, this is the next three-day period when um, when I was doing, so I was sending some traffic to these keywords, there was a slight increase already in impressions, uh, about a 20% increase. Remember, from the 1st to the 3rd, my impressions were only 2,169. I just got a couple of I just got a couple of purchases on a couple of the keywords in here that I knew I wasn't getting any impressions on and I wasn't ranking at all in anything, right? Um, I didn't get to page one or anything for, for, for this. But just by having these the, this activity on those two, three, four keywords that I was sending traffic via two-step URLs to, take a look at this. The, the very next three-day period, which is October 7th to 9th, all right? Just as we remember, or just as a reminder, from the first to the third, 2,000 impressions I got, and only how many clicks did I get? Uh, 29 clicks. Now that I did my little two-step URLs, from the seventh to the ninth, um, I had uh, $104 spend instead of just 10, and 27,000 impressions, 250 clicks, all right? That is crazy, guys. That's, I don't know, what what is that? A hundred times as many? No, 10 times as many? Yeah, 10 times as many, not a hundred times. 10 times as many uh, impressions, guys, in a three-day period. Because now, all of a sudden, the Amazon algorithm's like, oh, okay, so this is what this product is. We, we kind of know what it is now. We're gonna go ahead and give you a lot of uh, impressions on it. All right, so uh, again, if you're not, if you know you're relevant for a keyword and you're just not getting impressions on PPC, you know, sometimes people say, hey, just restart the campaign or something, but what you could try is is just using that keyword, put it in a two-step URL, like a field ASIN two-step URL or a brand two-step URL. If you want to do that and, and you can't do it on Helium 10 anymore, just go search for, uh, you know, the brand, you know, do, use those filters inside of um, inside of Amazon, just copy the URL that that it comes up and then just, you know, change it up to, to put your information, your brand and, and your keyword, right? Um, but yeah, that, that absolutely worked for me in order to like kind of fix Amazon's algorithm to help it understand that this coffin egg tray was relevant for these other keywords. So that was pretty big. All right, what else did we do? Um, something that uh, Casey Goss spoke about in the last billion dollar seller summit was a, a, a term I think might start trending. And if it ever does, make sure to give Casey credit because he's the, maybe you guys have used it before, but he's the first person I've ever heard use it. I think he called it the Amazon death spiral. He noticed that um, for older products that maybe they weren't promoting as much, 
it just started dropping on on keyword ranks and sales and and impressions and things like that, and and impossible to get it back. And th- this was in the you know before when when there's search find buys and things like that, it just it just wouldn't come back. Like there was nothing you could do to kind of resurrect it. So he coined the term the Amazon death spiral. And I was like, you know what? The, you know the the, the uh, one of the products on Project X. I've been noticing it's gone down a lot. And and when I try and boost it up through search find buy, again, through my experiments at the time, last few months, it didn't have as much effect. So I actually, like I said, guys, in in multiple, in multiple uh, accounts, I have very similar products because I like being able to compare apples to apples. So for one of the products in project X, I I had uh, another account, a completely unrelated account, have a very similar product that I launched uh, o- over a year after the Project X item launched because I like testing what happens to a more mature listing compared to a newer listing. And so I was like, whoa, this is a great time to test this Amazon death spiral thing that that, that Casey was talking about. So what I did was I did a search find buy campaign. And again, guys, you know, I'm still gonna do a search find buy campaign test for case studies because remember this is representative of what happens organically i'm not trying to increase page rank necessarily on here and if amazon ever calls me out for it i'm you know they know who helium 10 is i'll tell them like, guys i'm sorry this was this is just a, an experiment i was trying um, they can see that i have podcasts i'm not trying to say guys hey despite this new terms of service change keep doing search find buy i'm just explaining to you what i'm doing because i'm trying to bring you guys some information but anyways what i did was i ran the same identical campaign with az rank on these two nearly identical products, but on two completely separate accounts. Remember, one product was only about one year old, and then the other product was about two and a half years old. I did the same exact campaign. On one of them, the older one, we just peaked at position two, but it was at position six, kind of consistently. Position like four uh, to five to six, and then all it did was one day it peaked to number two, and then it dropped back down. That's it. Now, I did the identical campaign, the identical search find buy on the same exact days on another product that at the time was on position 10 to 15 on that same keyword, 10 to 15. But this newer product with the same search find buy got me to consistently position uh, two and three, a much better increase than the other one. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm definitely going to keep testing this out, but I'm I'm wondering about what, what what about you guys? You guys have any mature products? Maybe you guys neglected it a little bit, cut back on the spend. Um, you know, haven't done any deals of the day in a long time. Have you started to lose your keyword rank and have trouble getting it back? And you, and your sales velocity? Could it be this Amazon death spiral? I don't know. Um, you know, who who knows what what the reason for this could be? It could be maybe just Amazon wants to prioritize newer products. I'm not sure, but this is definitely something that I'm going to start looking at. This was the first time I started looking into it, and um, there, there's something here. It's something uh, interesting for me to, to to take a look at. Another thing that I talked about in the last episode, you might have just heard 300, where I talked about how I did that social media coupon code for that bad egg shelf. Well, I actually had another 200 units left in stock in my warehouse. I sent that to Amazon and I tried to do the same thing. 50% off. Nothing happened. I was like, well, that's weird. And so I just kept increasing it. I kept doing social media coupon codes, 50, 60, 70, 80% off, which is the maximum. No biters. All right. So what does that say? Um, this social media coupon code hack that I talked about in the last episode, 
it's kind of, it's not guaranteed you're going to get an influencer to post that product, right? It's kind of hit or miss. So I just kept doing it. I would raise the price a little bit, lower the price. I, after like the seventh time of trying it again, in 24 hours, I sold out all 200 units. All right. So it definitely does work, but sometimes it doesn't happen on your first try. Now, when I did this again, I checked those canonical or, or the, the keywords that were in the canonical URL. Sure enough, again, there was an increase in page rank on those. I got to the top of page one for the keywords in the canonical URL. Why is this important? Well, remember, if we're not going to be able to do search find buy anymore or two-step URLs, we got to be we, we got to be doing other techniques with getting to page one. So this makes your canonical URL keywords even more important. Don't forget about the hack we've been talking about for three years on how to uh, lock in your canonical URL on Amazon is you do five keywords that are full words, you know, not the or no numbers or punctuations or things like that, and then a dash. And that usually locks in. That usually works about 60 to 70% of the time, in my opinion. Recently in the Helium 10 Elite webinar that Kevin did, he talked about another way. You can just open up a case to Amazon Seller Central and say, hey, can I? Can you change my canonical URL to these five to seven keywords? And sometimes it takes three or four times to get an employee who knows how to do that, but they will change it too. So canonical URL is important. So I was like, I, had, I was curious. I looked back at previous deals of the day that I did, lightning deals for the Coffin Shelf and other Project X products throughout this year. And what I did was like, for example, the coffin shelf in the canonical URL for coffin shelf, it actually has our, our brand name, Manny's Mysterious Oddities and coffin shelf because I locked in the canonical URL using that hack I told you about. So coffin shelf is in the canonical. Check this out. Every single time I did a lightning deal where I had like 50 or hundred orders in one day, we got to like page one, position one or two for coffin shelf. You know, there's no search find buys or anything, but it just goes to show that if there's activity on a listing, it seems to give some nice boost to whatever keywords you have in your canonical URL. I checked that across other products, very similar thing where the keywords in the canonical URL gave a boost. Now, here's the thing where now we get into the gray area. You know, what if you send a whole bunch of traffic from Google, right? To an Amazon listing, no search find buy, no two-step URL, no many chat bot, nothing. You're just like, hey, here's a Google ad and they're gonna go click on my listing. Now. One thing that I don't we're, I don't think we are removing in Helium 10 Gems is the canonical URL generator. Remember, the canonical URL that Amazon shows, that's locked. That's decided by Amazon. But the canonical URL generator in Helium 10 Gems allows you to put any keywords you want in a canonical URL that will still go to directly to your listing, but it's in the uh in the sense that hey, you need you can boost your keyword ranking on Google, right? So, in my opinion, um, there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you're trying to boost your, your, your Bing or your Google, uh, search, you know, indexing, do whatever you want. Why, why would Amazon care about that? Now, the curious thing that I'm going to start, you know, investigating and, and for episode 350, I'm sure I'll have tons and tons of reports for you is what if you start using those canonical URLs in Google and you have enough activity around it? What would it actually, um, also increase your page ranking? Now that's where now this philosophical debate is going to come up. Well, you're trying to increase your page rank on Google. You know, maybe you're doing rebates, maybe you're not, whatever the case is, but this residual effect, having it on Amazon, now does Amazon frown on that, right? 
you know, um, so again, you know, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of debates uh, on this, but it could be look, uh, worth uh, looking into, right? Um, so canonical URL, guys, looks like it does help for ranking. I've heard some other things, um, you know, like Amazon Post, you know, might might help with that. There's a lot of things that we can um, that we can you know speculate on that might work for ranking. But what I what I did, um, what as soon as as the first rumors started coming out that you know Amazon might be cracking down on, I was like, you know what, I need to have some backup plans ready as far as what I would normally use for search find buyer two-step URLs that I've been using for five years, just in case one day I can't. Cause I was like, you know what? Like I've always said it could happen. And sure enough, that day, in my opinion, is here. So what I did was I, I hit up Kevin King. I was like, Kevin, I've got this idea for a PPC launch, uh, possibly uh, without using search find buy, but but the reason why I haven't done it is because the last time I tested this, I got my buy box suppressed because I lowered the price way down. But then when I put it back to regular price, then Amazon suppressed the buy box. And I was like, well, this is not going to work. And, and he came up with an idea, um, which I haven't tested, but I know it works because uh, he's tested it. And is in your seller central, you can edit the minimum and maximum price. So if you put like a minimum price of 95 cents or whatever is way below your minimum and a maximum price of like, you know, $30. And, and you're trying to temporarily change your price to like $2 for some PPC launch, and then you want to raise it back to $20, it should not suppress the buy box. So I knew that worked because he told me it did, but I wanted to try another way. So this is what I did. I created two kind of fake products. These are products that were just like returns or I discontinued a long time ago, but I made completely brand new listings using Maldives methods. Again, remember Maldives is not just about search my buy. You know, I, I optimize a title. I, I put keywords in the title that not many people had in the title. Um, I, I started a fulfilled by merchant on day one and got some sales on day one um, of this. I did all of these things that are part of the Maldives honeymoon strategy. All right. Uh, here is product one. So what I did was I started the product, I, I lock in my canonical URL, all right? And I made sure some, some key keywords were in there. Let's just call it bread cutting board, all right? Bread cutting board was in my canonical URL. Then I was like, you know what? If I was doing search find buy, these are the six keywords that I would target. And I would have hit up AZ rank to do it. But here, I'm gonna do this without search find buy. And, and these were all low volume uh, keywords because Again, guys, remember I, I pay I pay out of my own pocket for for most of this stuff, and you know I have a limited budget with what I'm going to spend on 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 these case studies. So I picked six keywords that ranged in search volume of 200 to uh, 2,300. And let's just say that bread cutting board keyword is is the one that had like 2,000 uh, search volume. Um, all right, so bread cutting board was in my canonical URL, and what I did was I did not have an auto campaign on. I did not have a research campaign or a broad match. I just had one exact PPC campaign, exact manual match, right? And I put these only six exact keywords. I put a fixed bid, super high, like $4 for, for this. You know, I knew that was super high. I, I put fixed bid. I want to show up at the top. Um, so from day one, I was showing up at the very top of sponsored ads. And I put the price, I forgot what I put. It was something like, like $6 or something. And this is a $25 product because I was like, Hey, I want people to see this as soon as they type in bread cutting board and these five other keywords and see, Oh, holy crap, $6. I'm definitely going to buy this product. Now, what I did to put it at $6, I put sale price of $6. So the regular price, I put $30 and I put a sale price that is from this date to this date of $6. Um, all right. And so 
because I didn't want to get the buy box suppressed. And check this out, guys, all right? On that one keyword, over five days, bread cutting board, let's just say that was in the canonical, I got uh, 2,500 impressions, 26 clicks. These are all organic. I mean, organic as in I didn't pay anybody to do it or use AZ rank or anybody else. 26 clicks, got 11 purchases. Now, the other keywords, a couple of them didn't even get a lot of impressions and they didn't get a lot of clicks and they didn't even get purchases. But check this out. That keyword right there, bread cutting board, 2000 search volume, within five days, page one, position three. The other keywords that were kind of like variations of the that, that keyword, again, that's part of the Maldives strategy. Check this out, guys. Every single one of them, I got to the top 10 of page one. On one of them, I got page one, position one. Another one, nine. Another one, four. Another one, page one, position two. The one that I got page one, position two, I didn't get any impressions in PPC. Guess what? How did I do that? Well, that was in the title. That keyword there was completely in the title and nobody else had it in the title or like one other person had it in the title in, in Amazon. So Maldives still works and that was a, a PPC only launch and I got to page one for all of my target keywords that I would have done search find by. In another sense, I did another product, same exact uh, account. This was like a phone case. Some old, I had some old phone cases lying around. Again, picked six different keywords, used Maldives method, got an order within the first day. I made sure to lock in my canonical URL. Two keywords only got to position 18 and 19. The rest, page one, position one. In total, I had only 10 PPC orders, and this was at like $1. I put it at $1 because this was a $9 product, and I put a sale price of $1, and so I got 10 orders, uh, and of those keywords that got the orders, those are the ones that all got to page one, position one. So again, what is this strategy now, which is my first and which is probably going to be multiple alternatives to search find buy on day one, try and get sales again, you know, just like the Maldives strategy talks about, make sure to have your canonical URL be your most important keyword, have that in your title. Hopefully it's a keyword that not many people have in their title and then pick two, three, four, five, six, seven keywords where you know that People, uh, you know, people will, will definitely buy your product at a cheap price for it and then put a sale price, put a huge sale price where it's like irresistible, despite the fact that you have zero reviews, right? You know, like if you've got a, a $30 product, are you cool with putting that $9, you know, as a big sales price? Um, because you know, now here's the drawbacks and this is why this is, you know, I would have been doing this forever, right? But this is tedious. First of all, I had fulfilled by merchant because I can control my, my inventory. You know, I didn't want to, I don't want to sell 100 of these in like one hour. And I, 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 you know, didn't know about it. And I just waste a whole bunch of money because everybody's buying my non $9 product for $1 and then maybe reselling it. So with fulfilled by merchant, um, I was able to actually put in what inventory I want to do for a day. So I put five every day and I was like, if those five went out, I was like, forget it. I'm not doing it anymore. And then I could actually see which keywords we're converting for in my PPC so that if I already hit the max for the CPR number inside of Healing Temp, remember CPR is the same, you know, if you're organic or sponsored or whatever, people are searching and finding and buying the product, right? So um, I, I could just view my search term reports and, and be able to pause that keyword target if, if I hit my, my goal. Uh, if you're doing FBA though, it's going to be tedious for you. You're going to have to like maybe hire somebody to be checking your your sales 24 hours a day, like once an hour to make sure that you don't sell out a whole bunch, right? 
when with FBM, it was easy because I, I can control the inventory every day. So this is a more tedious way to do things. You're going to have to have, you know, people ready. Who knows? Maybe AZ Rank or Rank Bill might provide this kind of service where they can monitor for you. I, I'm not sure. Um, I'm giving out free business advice here. Um, it, maybe it's useless. So anyways, um, but again, th this 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 worked for me. All right. So these were all low search volume, but but theoretically speaking, it would work on higher search volume as well. You know, so I would still look at that CPR number and I would still use the Maldives methods. But it's important, guys. You know, rules can change every, at any time. You know, um, one day incentivized reviews was okay. The next day it wasn't. You know, I've said that a lot. You know, if your entire strategy was based on incentivized reviews and you did not have a backup plan or you did not know how to pivot, you would have been screwed when Amazon changed the terms of service. If you don't have a backup plan now that you can't do search find buy or two-step URLs, what are you going to do? You know, you got to always have backup plan, guys, and you can't just put all your faith in just one strategy, right? And you got to be ready to pivot when Amazon uh, changes their terms of service. All right, um, one more thing. I, every 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 quarter I do this, I give you guys an update on the sales numbers for Project 5K, Project X, and the hemp cream case study. So, so here is what we're doing year to date and the uh, Q3 total. So for Project X, Q3, very low sales, $42,000 uh, gross sales. Um, and so year to date in Project X, we are at $170,000. All right, $170,000 um, year to date. Uh, hopefully we can we can get up to like uh, 250,000 uh, by the end of the year. The hemp cream case study uh, account that I've talked about before, uh, Q4, Q3, we did $42,000 worth of gross sales and year to date $145,000 of gross sales. Um, the Project 5K account, Q3, we did $193,000 uh, of sales and year to date $694,000 thousand dollars all right and that's based on different brands and including a couple wholesale experiments i'm doing as well so project 5k that that account is blowing up right now um be, it would be cool if, if we hit 1 million uh, on that account by itself this year so there you have it guys there's the latest uh, episode 300 and 301 about the maldives honeymoon strategy about what's going on with project 5k what's going on with project x what's going on with the hemp cream case study what's going on in the world of amazon terms of service um let me know what you guys think uh, i want to get your feedback let me know what's working for you what's not working for you um best way to you know to do something is like you know uh, post a story on instagram and then tag me h10 bradley and i'll usually see it or you can send me a message uh on there i would love to hear what's working for you from this what's working for you from the other strategies um last words of wisdom again is always be ready to pivot on amazon all right and try and keep within the terms of service. I've always been, you know, I'd like to consider myself a stickler for the terms uh, of service. You know, if the date that, in, or the day that incentivized reviews became, um, you know, against terms of service, I stopped it that very that very day. The day that Amazon said you can only now send one follow-up message instead of three, I changed my flows, all right? And now uh, they seemingly are saying, you know, they don't want incentivized uh, search find buy, um, possibly two-step URLs. I'm not gonna do incentivized search find buy and two-step URLs in trying to get search uh, position ranking. So, um, you know, what you guys choose to do or not to do, that that's completely uh, up to you. But, um, you know, I'm just give, letting you guys know what I'm doing. So I I hope I wish you guys the best uh, of sales in the rest of this Q4. We'll come back in uh, the first part of, of 2022 
and uh, possibly give you guys another update on Project 5K and Project X. And then don't forget, you know, hopefully I can get back to uh, I can get back to the Maldives for episode 350. And then we'll see what other new uh, launching and other keyword strategies we have then. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll see you in the next one.